Psalm 72, for Solomon, God, grant your judgments to the king and your righteousness to the king's son. May he judge your peoples righteously and your lowly ones in justice. May the mountains bear peace to the people and the hills righteousness. May he bring justice to the lowly of the people. May he rescue the sons of the needy and crush the oppressor. May they fear you as long as the sun and as long as the moon, generations untold. May he come down like rain on new-mown grass, like showers that moisten the earth. May the just man flourish in his days, and abundant peace till the moon is no more. And may he hold sway from sea to sea, from river to the ends of the earth. Before him may the desert folk kneel, and his enemies lick the dust. May kings of Tarshish and the islands bring tribute. May kings of Sheba and Siba offer vassal gifts. May all kings bow to him. All nations serve him, for he saves the needy man pleading and the lowly who has none to help him. He pities the poor and the needy and the lives that the needy he rescues from scheming and outrageous outrage redeems them and their blood is dear to, in his sight. Long may he live and the gold of Sheba be given him. May he be prayed for all, prayed for always, all day long be blessed. May there be abundance of grain in the land on the mountain tops. May his fruit rustle like Lebanon, and may they sprout from the town like the grass of the land. May his name be forever. As long as the sun, may his name be, bear seed, and may all nations be blessed through him. Call him happy. Blessed is the Lord God, Israel's God, performing wonders alone, and blessed is his glory forever, and may his glory fill all the earth. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, son of Jesse, are ended. One of the things that delights me about the Bible is um, finding these sort of weird, unusual passages that don't make a lot of sense. You sort of puzzle over, and why, why is that there? Um, from the previous psalm, uh, there's a, uh, a line that says, For I know not numbers. And um, uh, the commentary that I read, the Robert Alter uh, notes, uh, he, he doesn't know what it means either. It's an obscure thing. Um, just have to, uh, you know, it's probably a reference, cultural reference that we've lost forever. Um, and those things are fun, and, and I enjoy reading about them and thinking about them and trying to figure them out. And uh, obviously, uh, you know, it's uh, not always possible to solve them. Um, but there's a lot of things in the Bible that are uh, very, very clear. And one of them is that um, God cares about um, uh, people who are poor. Uh, he talks about um, widows and orphans and foreigners, and that these are people that God um, cares about. And you'll find them from uh, the very beginning in the, uh, um, in the Torah, the first five books, um, in the Psalms, of course, uh, in the prophets. Uh, we see it in um, stories like... Um, the story of Ruth, and um, it's just all over the Bible. And um, I want to point out in this psalm, it's a psalm that talks about Solomon. Uh, it's talking about a king, and it's praising him and the accomplishments, and the imagery is amazing. And um, there's a lot that can be said about uh, just how much uh, this king, uh, this King Solomon, is glorified in this psalm. And uh, one of his accomplishments 
is uh, it says, for he saves the needy man pleading and the lowly who has none to help him. He pities the poor and the needy and the lives of the needy he rescues from scheming and outrage redeems them and their blood is dear in his sight. And this is praise of a king. This is praise of a man. Um, and we don't get enough of that. We don't see enough praise of people who care about the poor and the needy. Uh, oftentimes, um, uh, that's an ignored part of, of our society. And I suspect it was ignored um, as a rule in, uh, in ancient Hebrew society as well, except for uh, the pole of scripture um, over and over and over again, we hear about protecting the poor, the needy, the widows, the orphans, and the foreigners. Um, and it's a clear message throughout the Bible. This isn't some obscure passage where you find, oh, that's where it is. No, it's spread all over. And if you're a Christian, oh my goodness, it's even more. That theme is picked up on uh, by the Christian texts and, uh, and expanded um, and uh, considered even more in some ways than in the Hebrew texts. And yet we miss it. We miss it over and over and over. It's on almost every page and we don't listen. Um, and we continue to praise people who are rich, people who do not care about the poor, people who despise um, people who are in need. Uh, and this is on all, <laughs> there's no political side that is exempt from this. Um, certainly we've seen a lot of examples in uh, the conservative uh, realm, uh, Republicans uh, just today, uh, Ted Cruz who left with his family to go to Cancun in the middle of an ice storm where people were without power. And I mean, I get it. I'd want to go to Cancun too. If you have the money, if you have the means, why not? Except it's very clear he doesn't care about the people he's supposed to be serving. And I think that's true um, on the left as well, that there are certainly Democrats uh, who don't care. And what's worse, the absolute worst thing is there are Christians who don't care, Christians who stand up and say um, that they believe in the Bible and they miss the very, very clear statement found throughout the Bible. Uh, even King Solomon um, pitied the poor, cared about the needy, saves the needy, um, protects them. Um, so I'll talk, talk to you all later.